<laughs> Lovelina. Hello. Welcome to episode 9 of Self-Love Lessons with Luna. In this week's episode, I'm going to really talk about how do we have self-love when we're going through really tough times? How do we have self-love in sorrow? How do we have self-love in breakups and in death and in job loss and in loss in general? Because that's one of the hardest times to actually give yourself the love that you need. And it's also one of the easiest times to neglect yourself. Because with so much going on around us, when we have that feelings of loss, that feeling of despair, sometimes the last thing that we want to do is give ourselves the uppity boost that we need. But if you've watched any of my videos, you know that self-love isn't about positive thinking all the time and being able to just put on a happy face. It's not like that at all. Self-love is a relationship. Self-love is you being able to really connect with who you are and what your needs are at any given moment and to be able to give yourself what you need. So when we're in these really tough times in our lives and we're going through massive transitions, when we're going through a lot of changes, it's really important that we cultivate this level of self-love, that we cultivate a sense of well-being for ourselves. Not so we can change it, not so we can feel better, because when it comes to grief and loss and heartache, it's unlikely to go away quickly. Grief is something that takes time. Grief takes attention and grief takes its own course. So whether or not that's grief from a breakup or grief from a loss, or maybe you're grieving, you know, what's happening in Australia right now with the fires. Maybe you were personally affected by it. Maybe you're grieving the loss of your house or the sense of security that you have. Maybe you've lost your job. Or maybe you've just made big decisions lately that are massively changing your sense of stability in yourself. It means that we have all these different feelings that will come up. The sense of certainty has been ripped out from underneath us and we might not feel so secure as what we have in the past. Even if we were feeling secure in the past anyway. Grief comes and smacks us down and sometimes it's just completely unavoidable. So this is not about making the feelings go away. This is not about changing your mindset in order to break free of the grief much faster. It's not like that at all. It's about you having the capacity to hold space for yourself. For you to be able to sit next to yourself energetically, figuratively, metaphorically and hold your hand and give yourself love as if you were a dear friend or a dear loved one that needed you right now. It's really wonderful if you have friends and family and loved ones that you can rely on and come to when you're in a really bad time. When you have a lot of stuff going on in your life and you can rely on those around you, I think that's a really wonderful thing. But it also requires a lot of vulnerability. And I think that many of us don't necessarily feel like we can call out to those people and say, hey, I'm going through a rough time. Can I have a chat? Perhaps you don't even have people that are close enough to you to be able to do that. And so this is where you really cultivating your own self-love is really super important. In last week's episode, we talked about the foundations of self-love. So I highly recommend you go and check that video out because it really sets the tone, perhaps when you're feeling a bit better, on how to actually give yourself some 
solid foundations so that when times like this come into it and you're not feeling so great, you have some kind of base. But even if you haven't watched it yet, it doesn't matter because I'm going to show you some five just really simple ways for you to be able to support yourself when you're going through massive transitions, when you're going through loss, when you're experiencing sorrow. These are tried and tested. Nothing that I ever share in my videos is something that I don't do myself or haven't done myself in the past. It's also something that I teach to my clients when they're going through their transitions. Whatever they're experiencing, I use my experience, my knowledge in coaching, my knowledge in language, my spiritual connection to the earth and to Gaia, and I help them to move through these processes. Strong emotions can be completely overwhelming to us. When you feel like you've just had shit layered on top of shit in your life, or maybe just one really big thing, the feelings of grief and sorrow and despair can feel like they absolutely have the capacity to crumble you. And sometimes you do crumble. Sometimes you need to crumble. Because life isn't always very kind. Life is necessary and it gives you what you need, but it's not necessarily kind all the time. It'll throw you about and it'll throw curveballs at you and you can all you can do is try the best to not get hit or to try to catch it if you're that skilled. And when these strong emotions come over us, they overpower us. They literally take over our bodies. Who's ever had this experience where you feel like your whole body is just completely shutting down? Maybe the anxiety is flooding you. The sadness is in every part of your body. And the sadness is right down to your very core. Feel like we've all been hijacked by our emotions before. And even more so when we're going through a really tough time. It kind of feels like we don't have any control. They just come in waves and we're in the ocean and we're just getting absolutely slammed with no hope and no idea of how to get ourselves out of it. It's like what happens is that that emotion hits us and it hits us in our body and then it triggers thoughts and we start overthinking things, kind of as an avoidance strategy. And as we overthink the things, it creates more emotion in our body. And we kind of just end up going back and forth between our emotions and our thinking, each one feeding the other until we're an absolute abomination. Either that or we completely shut down. Because depending on your strategy, you might just fall to pieces or you might just get on with it. You might just keep going, but you're pushing and down and cramming it more and more and more each time that you ignore these precious feelings that are just here to be validated and here to be seen. When those emotions are really overwhelming, it makes perfect sense that we just want to run away from it. We don't want to have to deal with the grief. We don't want to have to deal with the sorrow and the intense pain that is happening in our body from an emotional point of view. It's pretty bloody awful. So go easy on yourself for just a moment because ugh, we really don't want to have to process these emotions. But what we resist persists. If we keep pushing these feelings and emotions down, there's absolutely every chance that it's going to make us sick. And one day it's just going to explode out of us in whatever shape or form it comes in. So here's my little tips on how you can actually give yourself a break during these times when you're feeling really, really emotional. So step number one is to practice spacing yourself from your feelings. So the emotions become so overwhelming, you're like, oh my God, I'm in anxiety, I'm this, I'm that. I'm feeling depressed, I'm feeling overwhelmed. See how when we say those things, it's I'm overwhelmed, I'm 
anxious, I'm depressed, I'm really sad. Our identity is really closely linked with the feelings. And when the I am statement follows by whatever's next, it means that we are absolutely connected to that and it makes it very difficult to give ourselves any space from it. So what we want to do is practice actually spacing ourselves from that. So I'm noticing that I'm feeling X, Y, or Z. I'm noticing this experiencing. I notice that I'm experiencing depression. I notice that I'm experiencing grief. I'm paying attention to the fact that I'm noticing the experience of being overwhelmed right now. So can you see how it layers it? Rather than me being so personally in the hole with myself, I'm giving myself a little bit of perspective. Because in step number four, I'm going to show you why that's super important. Step number two is that your emotions are necessary, particularly when it comes to grief and loss. You're going to have to move through these emotions at some point in your time. So give it space and give yourself the freedom to be able to express yourself in the way that you need to express yourself. A really beautiful mantra that I use is all of me is welcome. I use this with my clients. All of you is welcome to this space. That means the darkness, the shame, the vulnerability, every single part is welcome in this space. So just allow yourself to feel what you need to feel. And with step one, have that kind of observer reality to it. Whew, I'm really noticing that I'm experiencing a hell of a lot of grief right now. Step number three, reach out and reach within. Like I said before, if you've got some friends and some loved ones or even professionals that can help you through these tough times, please seek them because your support network is really important and they will help you to get perspective or they will help you to be able to just hold space for you while you're going through a really tough time. But in those three o'clock in the morning, maybe your friends or your loved ones aren't always available. And sometimes those emotions are going to come and hit you when you can't access somebody. Or maybe you don't have people to be able to access. So you need to be able to reach within as well. Reach within and you be the friend that you're looking for. You be the professional that you're seeking help from. You be that for yourself. This is really about drawing on your higher self. I kind of see myself as I've got the human version of Luna, the one that you see, this kind of identity-driven person. And then I have this higher self that I believe am connected to a much bigger part of the universe. And I can connect into that higher self and that can be the one that looks after me, the identity Luna. So draw on your higher self. Draw on whatever faith that you have. If there is a higher part of you, if you call it God or universe or spirit or angels, whatever it happens to be, draw on that part of you that sees the big picture in all of this. Step number four, don't try to change it. Just because you're seeing the big picture in all of this doesn't mean that you're not allowed to feel the feelings. These are important. Our human selves, our identity selves, has to go through these motions and go through these experiences. Rather than asking yourself, why is this happening to me? Ask yourself, what do I need right now? Not even, what am I learning from this? Because sometimes when we're deep in grief, we don't have the capacity to wonder what we're learning. What we just have the capacity to do is, what do I need right now? Do you need softness? Do you need cuddles? Do you need to sit on the couch and eat chocolate for three days? Do you need to not sit on the couch and eat chocolate for three days? Listen to what you need. And step number five, 
is to take the pressure off yourself. Please go gentle in this. Grief can take a long time. And I'm talking years. From my own personal experience of losing my brother just gone nine years ago, I still have moments where it's overwhelming. But for the first two years, it was full on. For the first two years, I just had to go really gentle with myself. And experiencing breakups as well, and experiencing the loss of relationships that end. You know, I can really sense into that feeling that <sighs> you need to go easy. You need to go gentle. You need to be able to be there for yourself and take, take as much pressure off you as you can. I appreciate that you have kids, you have work, you have responsibilities, but maybe it doesn't matter if the laundry doesn't get done today. Maybe it doesn't matter if you're a bit disheveled. Maybe things can be taken off your priority list to be able to give yourself the space that you need. Overall, what I wish for you is during this time, during hardship, is that you really take the time to be with yourself. This is a really critical time in your self-love journey. Because if you deny yourself now, if you abandon yourself during this process, then that relationship gap that you already have with yourself just gets bigger. But don't worry, you can't get it wrong. Just be kind to yourself in the process. And when you're not kind to yourself, don't beat yourself up about it. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, you deserve more love, not less, especially when you're going through a really rough time. So be gentle, take your time. If you need any support, I'm always available on Messenger. So shoot me through a message either on whatever platform that we connect in, let me know. Drop something down in the comments and I'm there to have a chat with you. If you think that maybe some professional help would be useful, then let's have that conversation as well. Or perhaps maybe you're at a point where Lifeline or Beyond Blue is a really good opportunity for you. You're not alone. We all go through really tough times, myself included. And so just remember that you're okay. Well, that you will be okay, even when it feels like everything is way too much for you. At the very least, I've got you. Reach out. Thank you so much for being on this journey with me. New episodes come out every Friday. So if you follow me on YouTube, make sure you turn on your notifications. So therefore you will get told every single week when a new episode comes out. In the meantime, I look forward to hearing from you. Happy self-loving.